0: We are at the good fellas level of, of gangster government. Inflation is when you've got too many dollars chasing too few goods. And so the way you beat inflation, follow me closely here, is to print up a bunch of money you don't have while reducing the supply of goods <laughs> through a lot of regulations. Well, it is if you're a Democrat. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, and it's brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And, you know, you could become one of those members. You just go to BillWhittle.com, hit join now, or maybe just make a, a one-time donation. Tip us a buck or two if you really like the segment. But even if you don't want to do that, click the little thumbs up, click the notification, give us five stars, whatever it is that generates a, a little algorithmic buzz. It really helps us. All right. With that said, uh, gentlemen, you've heard of the inflation reduction act the senate passed it sunday uh oh man and they pulled out all the stops to get this thing done uh they they, they uh, chuck Schumer the majority leader he eliminated the covid uh, uh, restrictions on the Senate so they could get everybody in there without having to pass any tests or anything like that. Uh, they went all day and all night and all the next day. And all these amendments were uh, were shot down so they could just get this thing passed. And they finally get the thing passed. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema sold their souls, by the way, for this. Um, that aside, um, I don't know if you guys remember Joe Biden's promise as a candidate not to raise taxes on anybody making uh, less than $400,000 a year. But the uh, Joint Committee on Taxation, that's Congress's official scorekeeper, says that from 78 to 90% of the money raised from underreported income uh, in the new tax bill would likely come from those making less than $200,000 a year. Only 4% to 9%. Pardon? Uh, 200000 Sorry,
1: did you say less than $200,000? Less than
0: dollars um, Only 4% to 9% would come from uh, those making more than $500,000. So maybe what Biden meant was uh, uh, if you make exactly $400,000, um, you won't pay any additional taxes. But if it's you know a penny less or a penny more, uh, you're going to get uh, raked over the coals. Uh, Bill, pretend that you are a swing district Democrat. Um in the house and this bill comes to you and you're thinking of all those suburban moms whose little Etsy side business is suddenly gonna be subject to a lot more paperwork and maybe audits going back three years uh, what what are you thinking of Chuck Schumer right now for're giving you this thing I
1: can't answer that question these idiots actually vote for the stuff <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the Senate just recently pass something where they, were not one Democratic uh, uh, representative or Senator, I can't remember, was Representative or Senator, could agree that a woman was a person who gave birth? and refused. To, they refused to submit to that language. That's yes. rank insanity. I'm not going to not going to be answering for people who are barking mad. Um, however, you do have to ask yourself this. You, I think I've heard that this increase in the um, in the uh, IRS. Did, did somebody say it's, that makes it larger than the Defense Department? Uh, not larger than guys?
0: the D- Defense Department, but uh, they will have more personnel and a bigger budget than the Pentagon, which, you know, is a,
1: a the Pentagon. part.
0: The Pentagon, uh, Department of State, the entire Department of State, uh, Border Patrol, and and something else all combined. The IRS is going to be combined. bigger than all of those combined, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So the, so the people that are defending the country from foreign enemies the people that are defending the border from foreign enemies and the people that are negotiating treaties with foreign enemies have fewer personnel than the people who are investigating the American people hmm. uh, to make sure that they're compliant with the laws uh, and say that they have to continue to give money so that this spending inflation cycle can continue. I have heard people say, which is the most totalitarian argument ever, that is, if you're innocent, you have nothing to worry about. This is the this is the fast track to a, to totalitarian state. That, that's, that's just simply that's the simplest, fastest way to get there. Yeah. It's, what, it's what every single person said. Whenever they were, uh, whenever the Gestapo or the or the KGB arrested anybody, they would say, "Well, if you're innocent, you've got nothing to worry about." But let me just leave you with this, Steve. There are people who say that if you if you're innocent, this this new army of eighty-seven thousand additional IRS agents should be no threat to you. My question is: If we are innocent, then why do we need these extra people? Yeah. In other words, in other words, they are saying, "Well, you shouldn't have anything to worry about because you're an honest citizen," and yet they're not treating us as a nation of honest citizens. They're doing precisely the opposite. They are treating us as criminals because they are adding. 87 thousand enforcers with unlimited power and no restrictions on that power arbitrary power you know as well as I do how many times they've tested this they'll, they'll send out a tax return to be filled out by 15 different uh, agents and, and and 15 different IRS people will come back with 15 different numbers so this is this is a threat and and it is a direct threat and it's a, and it's a it's a clear threat and if the Republicans cannot win with this, then then i just then i'm gonna just i'm just i'm just gonna go up into the mountains and come down with a long white flowing beard and a fiery staff how uh, to burn the whole
0: thing down <laughs> and we'll have deserved it at that point geez i love this end of the world stuff not really oh, i miss the 80s all right uh scott let's go to you and uh, uh one of my favorite internet writers going way back to even before I started blogging back in 2002, Mickey Kaus. Mickey Kaus is my kind of Democrat. We can disagree all day long on policy, but when it comes down to it, Mickey agrees that uh, on little things like due process and freedom of speech, real foundational American principles, and that's that's a kind of old-school Democrat that I miss. And Mickey tweeted the other day that uh, talking about the Inflation Reduction Act, or since it doesn't actually reduce inflation, the uh, Tax and Spend and Regulate Act, I I like to call it. By the way, Bernie Sanders says it doesn't do anything to reduce inflation. So there you go. He voted for it anyway. Uh, Mickey wrote, as far as I can see, the only actual goodies for voters, because, you know, a bill like this is usually stuff full of goodies, um, and that don't involve climate change or keeping something like ACA subsidies that voters Already have. Uh, so the only goodies are a $2,000 cap on Medicare drug copay, and Medicare will have the power to negotiate prices on 20 different drugs. Um, So, Scott, if you're a voter going into November and you've been told that the Democrats, against all Republican opposition, have passed this Inflation Reduction Act that, A, didn't reduce inflation and, B, didn't put any extra money in your pocket, what are you thinking of the Democrats?
2: Well, yeah, and this is the problem with these omnibus uh, bills: is you pile a whole bunch of stuff into one bill because you want to see if you can get the unsavory things through. Um, and yeah. if you put them, you tie those to things that are essential in some way, then then people will hold their noses and vote for something that they otherwise wouldn't have done if it had to stand alone. Which is why a bill should have to stand alone on its own merits. Every discrete aspect of this should have to have an up or down vote on it. Um, and then you know the other the other game that they play is you know calling the bill the strawberry pop tarts bill. Well, who's against <laughs> strawberry pop tarts? Everybody loves those, and so you know it's like oh yeah, inflation reduction. What do we want? Inflation reduction. When do we want it? I don't know when. When would that ever happen? <laughs> so the problem with all of this is that when you throw everything together like that, then there's no way to measure how successful it is except at the pump, except at the paycheck, except at the grocery store, and that's how real people measure things when they go and they see that the price that they were paying for eggs is higher than it used to be, that's a metric. That is something that they that's tangible. That's something they understand. And that's the kind of thing that they vote on, not the good intentions of whoever's writing these omnibus bills. And so, you know, I think that that, uh, given the short time between now and the congressional elections, it's going to be, uh, the Democrats are going to be making the case that, well, it didn't have time to take effect yet. And especially because the Republicans dragged their heels and it took forever to get this thing approved. So, you know, if we had done it earlier, think of the good it would have done by the time of the midterm elections. So I don't think it's going to give them the boost that they expected. When you get to the enforcement aspect of it, I mean, the the implication in the language that you read from there was that if we had more IRS people, we could find more of the ways that people are hiding their income from the IRS and therefore tax receipts would go up Um, and the reason why that's going to fall disproportionately on people who make lower amounts of money is because corporations and wealthy people do two things number one they fight and they can afford to fight and so if they're audited they can bring to bear an, an army of attorneys and accountants who will justify what they've done but number two which really should have been number one in advance they vet the things that they're doing so that they know that they fall within the letter of the law so it's really hard to catch the wealthy or the corporate people in doing something that violates the law like this because they spend a lot of money up front to make sure they're not violating the law uh, you know with the exception of a, f- a few bad actors out there so it's better to go after the little guy because the little guy doesn't have the team up front to make sure that he's dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's properly in advance and he does doesn't have the resources or the will to fight it if he gets audited audited and it seems to me like the Biden administration somehow thinks that the way to deal with inflation is to go out there and find out if there are some people who are sending money speeding around the economy, passing from hand to hand, adding value at every stage, blessing people everywhere it goes and put a stop to that because we want to make sure that people aren't doing anything that would benefit the economy and thereby somehow we can avoid a recession and reduce inflation.
0: Yeah, this uh, this whole idea – I'm going to go off on a little tangent here – this whole idea of taxing uh, items that people sell used just as as income strikes me as an absolute absurdity. Because whether you're selling an old DVD box set on eBay or a used car on uh, uh, CarMax, whatever it's called, what you are doing is you are selling a depreciating asset at a loss – and yet Uncle Sam's going to tax that as regular income because, well, they've got the uh, the Goodfellas method of government. You know, F you,
2: pay me. That's, uh, that's where well, we you are also, right now. You, you bought them in the first place with money that had already been taxed and you paid a sales tax on it in many cases. Yeah. Precisely. So, so yeah. now you're going to have to turn around and sell it and declare that as income. It's like, how many times do you want me to pay tax on the same item?
0: Every single time, Scott, Literally. F you, pay me. We are at the good fellas level of of gangster government here. Uh, you know what? I, I don't even have a big close here. Scott and Bill were just so thorough. They could have said almost everything I I I might have wanted to say. Um, I will say this though. You know, voters get angry and throw Republicans out of office when Republicans get into office and then don't do the things they promise to do. Voters get angry and throw Democrats out of office when Democrats get into office and do exactly what they said they were going to do. And they've been doing it to us for a year and a half now. It's time to kick them out. Vote in November. All right. There's your right angle on that. I'm mad right now. All right. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time.